Hey, welcome back. My name is Dominic Gaysom and you're listening to PR Hangover. Welcome back to PR Hangover. Today I'm joined with Emma Nelson. Emma is a young professional based out of Grand Rapids. She's an alumni of GBSU and was our past podcast director and chapter president. Emma currently works at 834 as a PR specialist and some of her interests include pop culture, media relations, influencer relations, writing, and Taylor Swift. Thank you, Dominic. You got all the facts down. Y'all know me. If you've been listening for a while, you might recognize my voice from way back when, when I was host. So I'm excited to be here and thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you. Obviously, you are past podcast director and present. More importantly, the podcast director um, is a very important position on the e-board. I do have to agree with that statement. <laughs> what skills have being a podcast director given you and uh, what skills have like being president given you? This is such a good way to start out. Also, I will say if you hear my dog crying, sorry. I would say... Honestly, this is, this may come as a surprise to some people, but being podcast director was like one of the first things I had ever done, like in the realm of communications. And so I remember one of my interviews, I literally like, I didn't really know what PR was like put into practice. And so I think honestly, in general, just kind of like talking to people, I'm not only learning things about the industry, but I think being podcast director taught me like that etiquette and like how do you email with people? How do you communicate? Like, I know some of that sounds very basic, like sending a calendar, Google calendar invite is not difficult, but like, it can be daunting when you're in college and you're like, this is a professional who owns a business and who's been doing this for 30 years. And like, I don't want to seem like an idiot, but also what a great way to like put those skills into practice. Um, Because like you're a student, so you have, you already have they, they know the situation that they're going into. And so obviously you still want to do a good job, but knowing that you're learning. And so I think that's kind of podcast director wise is like literally the basics of how do I communicate like a professional? On the flip side, I think being president, that was more, a lot of more internal, I think. And I want to preface like all of this conversation by saying, I did just graduate like April, 2022. Like this is no, this is literally young professional. Okay. Like I'm not trying to say I know a ton (laughs) Um, because like some of these lessons that I learned, I'm still learning now, but I think being president um, really put into action like leadership. And I think made me realize the kind of leader I am and how, how I honestly don't like conflict. And I don't like, I, I don't like that, like not calling people out, but that's difficult for me or like having those hard conversations and, I think being president was kind of the first time where I was like, oh, this isn't like high school student senate. Like this is, you know, like real things and real people and this is our career. So buck up, you know. Um, But all of that being said, it was also I learned a lot of lessons in the way of how I do like to be a leader and like really connecting with the people that I'm in a group with. And honestly, I kind of learned that maybe I don't want to be the person that people are coming to, you know, I think that also helped um, kind of realize what I do like and what I don't like in the sense of like my leadership style and how I like working with people. So all of that to say, there's my answer. Beautiful. And I did agree with everything you said on the podcast director. It is such a learning curve to be in 
very scary but you know it does I do think it has taught me a lot about PR especially since I'm not really I'm an ad focus actually so it's like I you have even less knowledge than you probably in your position in the podcast director but so as past podcast director kind of based on that miss podcast expert what advice would you give someone to start their own podcast uh you know I think there are so many people who are doing podcasts, right? And every time you hear it, you're like, oh, great, a girly and her bestie doing a podcast. However, I'm kind of like team people doing podcasts about what they want to podcast about. If they follow one rule, which I feel like this is kind of the principle that we learn is like, don't do anything without a strategy. And I think if you're going to start a podcast, you need to have a strategy behind it. You need to have like a reason of why you're doing it. Other than just like, oh, I think that's cool. Because like, sure, I could start a podcast tomorrow about pop culture and like giving the headlines and my take on things. But like, what is special about that? And so obviously, first and foremost, have fun with it, but also have like an outcome or not even an outcome, but just something that you're trying to get out of it. Um, I don't want to say like be different, but find that thing that will make it yours. Don't think I haven't thought about starting my own. Yeah, and I I did see um your when you were an intern, you did a lot of the editing and stuff with the Happy Hour podcast. You went happy- right into it again. Yes, Happy Hour Hustle, um, eight thirty four is podcast. We have brought it back, so stream it if you're listening now. <laughs> um, it's quite similar to this, just talking about industry, current happenings, um, what we're thinking. So yeah, very fun. But yeah, I love a good podcast as I'm here today, duh. Yeah, exactly. Supporting podcasts. My next question is, um, what from your GVSU education is most useful to you now as a young professional? I love this question because I think it goes beyond like what was taught in the classroom, because obviously you learn things and like it's all useful, not all of it, but most of it. Um, But I honestly feel like Grand Valley is so centered around community and relationships. And that's something like at 834, we always talk about relationships are so important with our client, with the community. And I think Grand Valley kind of instilled that in me or not even it's like those things that you don't realize you think about until you realize that you think about them, you know, like being part of like different organizations at Grand Valley or how classes were so integrated into each other. I just think I learned how important like knowing where you're at and appreciating it and who you're doing it with. I feel like that wasn't the lesson my diploma was trying to teach me, but that's the lesson I got. My next question is kind of um, about your job because you have worked at 834 straight out of college and still to this day. Um How has your job kind of changed over the years from PR intern to PR and marketing associate to now PR specialist? Ooh, well, first PR, what's the first, the first thing in all of those. So something that has remained steady has definitely been public relations. And I would say probably media relations too, that I would say like the main things I do in my day to day include media relations, um, content development and writing. And then I would say like influencer marketing is a big part of it too. But so for the longest time, PR has always kind of been like the zone that I've been in. Um, but I I will say that corresponding directly with media really wasn't until, I mean, I still did it as an intern, but that definitely was more like an associate thing that I did. Um, so I think, 
that intern year was so beneficial in just doing everything and like really understanding it. And then to the associate um, position, which yes, was right out of um, school, which I'm, I've had like such a lovely experience interning at 834 and then working full time here in marketing associate, I would say it was more geared towards, I will, I would say half media, half social media. So I was splitting my time, like pitching to the media and doing outreach in that way. Um, and then also managing a lot of social content creation and just scheduling social. I feel like people don't, A, people don't know how long that actually takes. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of my role as PR and marketing associate. And now as PR specialist, I've taken more of um, that PR seat at 834. So managing PR strategies for clients. Um, I've also taken on more of like a PM role. So being like the manager of a project. I'm like, listeners, I don't know how much you know about the structure of this if you're a student or if you're a professional. So bear with me as I describe. Um, but yeah, so definitely as I've as I've been there longer, like taking on more responsibility, taking on bigger projects, things like that. But the fun has remained in all three positions. You kind of talked about what your typical duties are a little bit, but um, like your day-to-day, what's that kind of look like? This question is also, like you said, like it gets asked a lot, but I think it helps people visualize like what you're actually doing because it's, mm-hmm. you know, I say yeah. that, okay, this is a tangent, but my cousin is, she's going to community right now and she's going to transfer. And I was like, just because like a major is called something like you need to look up what jobs can I get with this major? Cause like, you don't know what a job in anthropology of anthropology major is going to get. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't know, but anyway, all of that to say um, a day in my life typically looks like a lot of emails, um, a lot of writing. So like I said in the previous answer, but I'll kind of break it down. Um, my main tasks or kind of like pillars of what I do, I would say are media relations, lots of writing and content development, and then influencer marketing. So PR can be anything from researching a media list. So finding different reporters that we want to pitch a story to, or maybe it's writing a pitch or a press release, or having a call with a client, um, deciding what they want to do for their next event. Or maybe we have to review something together. Um, I do a lot of also just kind of like general writing. So still in the media landscape, um, but, you know, long form blog content. We love our blogs. Who's with me? I know everyone, GVPRSSA and Grand PR love their blogs as they should. Sign up. Sign up for blogs. Yes. And read them. And read them. But yeah, so my day today, back to that. Um, a lot of writing, so still kind of in that media landscape, um, and then also influencers, so researching and stalking, quote unquote, um, different creators, and just always, like I said with the podcast, always thinking about strategy and how best someone can communicate, like how, whatever you're doing, as long as it can best communicate what your client is trying to communicate, I feel like that's the end goal. So yeah. Lots of writing, lots of also at 834, we do have dogs. So lots of dog pets and mm-hmm. team chats. Um, so yeah, every day is different, but that's a little glimpse into mine. What kind of skills have you found to be really important to kind of invest in? Yes, I would say definitely writing. I feel like that's one that people say. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I think that, well, honestly, these coincide. Writing and confidence, I feel like, are two big things. 
and that kind of plays into like the, oh, I don't want to write this. I don't want to write this. And then once you start, you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm so capable. This is so easy. Um, so I think my first answer writing, that's just such a good skill to have, even in, even in emails, like a good writer comes across or you just always want, I think, to communicate as best as you can and writing will always, like, you're always going to have to do it. So you should grow that skill. Um, and then also just that confidence and reminding yourself that you can do it. I think post-grad, that was something I thought kind of like after graduation, I would just feel like I knew everything, feel like a professional, blah, blah, blah. But I'm still dealing with, with imposter syndrome and not feeling like I'm capable. Um, and so I think any way that you know how to like build yourself up, you should do it immediately and just like keep doing it. And those, those, I don't want to call them coping skills, but like those skills to make you feel like a human and feel powerful, you should always be doing. I'm like, this is a self-help podcast. Exactly. And that's what we all need, right? So what was the biggest shock you kind of had upon entering the workforce? I would say it doesn't stop, you know, like it things don't slow down in the sense of, and also all of this is said for me, I'm kind of like an anxious person, but you know, like, oh, once this happens, I'll feel I won't feel anxious or once this project is done or once this deadline passes or once I get the degree, um, I'll feel X, Y, or X, Y, and Z. And like, I just think understanding that like life is life. There are always going to be challenges and like different things that surprise you and keep things fun. And maybe, maybe times are stressful, but on the, but then when the, when the day is over, you're going to do it over again tomorrow and it's going to be completely different. Um, and so I think understanding that too, it's like not the end of a project. I feel like that's something that even in the past few months, so like even out a year post-grad kind of thinking about like, oh, it doesn't feel like complete. Like it doesn't feel like anything's ever complete. And it's because, well, no, you're working on a client for years, you know, like obviously campaigns will end and different things will be done, but it's definitely it's not like an end of a semester type thing. And I think as people who have just been an edu- like in an educational calendar year for so long, like getting your brain to function outside of that, it's just interesting. I'm like, you know? Yeah. Well, like I'm not fully in that position to say like, yes, but I, you know, I can, we are kind of like stuck in this little cycle of school for like forever. Call me <laughs> if you need me, Dominic. Yeah. So when I'm on the podcast in three years we can quote this little part right here yeah you're gonna say pull it in yeah pull it in uh what's kind of your story of finding 834 and like how'd you get there Ooh, this is fun so adrian wallace to know her is to love her if you're listening you probably do both know her and love her um she i think it was in a grand pr slack or gb paris essay she was like, oh, 834, like a local agency is hiring for a PR intern. Let me know if you want to apply. And so I reached out to her. I was like, I want to apply. She's like, oh my gosh, they would love you. This would be so great. Apply, blah, blah, blah. Or I'll tell them you're applying, whatever. So I apply. And I honestly, I don't think I heard back for a little bit. But then I followed up, which is key, people. Follow up. Because I didn't follow up and then I was like, screw them. They probably like whatever. And all I had to do was follow up and show that I was I was getting after it. And I had an interview and I was hired on that summer. So from 
like the summer after my junior year until then um, or until now, I've been here. And it was just, I feel like so like the way it happened, knowing Adrian, but also so like knowing that 834 was legit and like somewhere fun and like I would probably vibe with the people. And then I remember I told my mom about it and I like sent her the website and she was like, this looks so fun and just so cool. And so I I feel like if I I remember I was driving, what road was it? It's not 48. It's one next to 48. I was going to get Culver's or something. And I was like, oh. oh my God, I have an interview with 834 and I can't wait. And it was like about like, you know, like summer was coming and I'm just like, OMG, if that girly knew where she would be today, like she, that's bonks, you know, <laughs> she would have never, she would never have guessed. So that's my little 834 origin story. Beautiful. Love and origin story. All of us collectively. Except <laughs> I wish it were my villain origin story. Oh. Just kidding. My next question kind of, have you been able to work with clients that um, align with your interests? Yes, absolutely. And I think this is also what's so fun about working in an agency is that you get so many different clients. So there are always bound to be a few that you love. And I've definitely had those. Um, So one of the clients I love, Farm Girl Flea, they host three major flea markets a year in West Michigan. And they are definitely one of those that I love working on their stuff. I love the client themselves. I just, I love what they stand for, which is just community and fun and bringing people together. And I think when it's, it's clients like that, that really like your passion shows through like those pitches to those reporters, you better bet it was like exciting and fun and joy and trying, you know what I mean? Just my own enthusiasm and passion for Farm Girl Flea came out and we even got WZZM there in person at the market. I remember that. It was so lovely. It was so you do. I you do. I was there. Um, but so yeah, it's moments like that where like calling my client and saying, like, oh, the media is gonna be on site tomorrow, what they've been asking to do, and them being so excited and like honestly feeling that excitement with them because that's how strongly like I care about them and our relationship and what they're trying to do. So yeah. And then kind of just like the inverse of that, like what's the process of working with clients that you don't really have a lot of knowledge or experience in and how do you kind of deal with that? Yes. Also a great question because with one, you're going to have the other. Um, I think honestly, just trying to put yourself in the position of A, being in their shoes. So knowing that this is something that's really important to them, even if you don't necessarily understand or feel the same way, knowing that to someone else, like it is extremely important and it matters and also being passionate about their communication. So that's how I sometimes look at it. Like, yes, maybe their mission isn't like aligning with Emma Nelson, but I can definitely get behind someone trying to communicate better and trying to reach an audience and trying to meet their goals and trying to bring people together or whatever, whatever the goal is at hand. I feel like that is what I can rally myself around. This leads to my last question, um, sadly. What is a piece of advice you would give to someone in my position? Um, I would say, if you couldn't already tell from this call, I'm a little bit like anxious, like do, do, do. I've said that multiple times. Um, so I think <laughs> the first thing is chill out. Like, honestly, take a breath. I need to take a breath right now. You know, like nothing 
is that serious. And I think once again, this is a self-help podcast now, but if I like when I go, what matters to me is when I go home and I'm with my dog and I'm with my bestie and I call my mom and I talk to the people I love, like that is who I am. That is what matters at the end of the day. Um, Keeping that in mind though, I say soak it all in. Like you're in a position right now to get so much experience and have so many experiences. And so I think literally try it all or try none of it. And by that, I mean, do what you want. Because I feel like some people are going to be like, do this, do this, do this. But do you want to? But yes, I think just real knowing that you can do what you want to do. You are in control of your life and you can change your mind too. So maybe you want to sign up and I'm trying to think of like a fun club. But you know what I mean? Like maybe you want to try this fun club and then you're like, actually, I don't want to do that. But I tried and now I know. So just honestly, be flexible, like with yourself. That's what's most important. Like don't, I'm like, we, I don't know. I feel like. Don't include me. Yes. We can be hard on, (laughs) we can be hard on ourselves and we shouldn't be. So just chill out, do what you want to do and have fun. Beautiful words of wisdom. Uh, I just want to thank you again for joining me today. It was such an honor and I love having a past podcast director with me. So exciting to have that um, shared experience with you as well. Thank you for listening to PR Hangover. Below is all the guest information and I hope to see you next time.